That's the best thing about Oregon. We got there, and there's this. I, I had printed out the itinerary for him, and I'm like, okay, so here's the deal. They're doing the bell ringing now. They're doing this. They're doing this. It's like a bunch of events, right? Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a lot of cool cultural stuff, right? And I'm like, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, and we're both kind of like jet lagged. And the trip wasn't bad, but it was just, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. So we're both kind of tired the first day. We're like, okay, we're not going to go to the bell ring and all this other stuff. We'll just we'll just hit it up tomorrow early in the morning and go. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Well, it's like Oregon. So there's like literally craft brewery, craft brewery. Yeah. Brew bar, brew bar, brew bar, brew bar. Yeah. And uh-huh. like it was so many. We And we were in Mount Angel. We couldn't get a place there because it was too expensive. I rented a place in Silverton, which was like, what, five miles or some so, shit yeah, like that? So five not, or six not miles. Not bad, yeah. And so Silverton's this little tiny, like, I'm trying to put it. It's like Prather. Mm-hmm. Oh, small little. Small little yeah. town, right. but like tucked in. There's state park, state park, state park all around oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, but, but nice. it's state park, but it's farmland around the city. So, like, you could see the mountains in the state park and everything, but all the land around the city was flat. And it had, like, you know, like, 18, late 1800s, late, uh, early, well, late, yeah, late 1800s homes. We were, like, looking at the homes because we were trying to figure out how much it would cost to move to this place because it was just pristine, beautiful. All the shops in town, it's like a, it's like a two, like, two-lane road in the town. And all the shops were these cute, quaint little shops. They had gluten-free shops, all the shit, like, my wife's gluten-free, so, like, gluten-free, all this stuff, great food, high-end, and I'm like, well, it's not like, all the food's not crazy more than California, like, so I found him, I was like, maybe we move here. Like, this would be cool. Like, (laughs) you know, and at that point, I don't think we'd bought the house here. I love to live in Oregon. Right. I promise the people. Right. So, (laughs) so, like, I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. So I started looking at the house, and I told him, I was like, nope, we can't move here, yeah, because the houses cost the exact same as here, so? except for except for to be a teacher and move oh, there. Okay, wow. Well. I take a like twenty thousand dollar pay cut. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, well, I can't do that. Don't be a teacher, though. No, yeah, but no, but the, the cost. So the problem is, and we talked to the locals. Oh well, that's what the, that's where we're getting to the story with the yeah. locals. So we were hanging out. And welcome to House Hunters International. Yeah, right. So we we uh, we got Peter here. Mike here. Mike is the talkative one. We yeah. got Jason. We got Christian. Christian. Good special guest. Darth Christian. Vader. Christian. Aren't you miserable right now? Josh and Wade. Always. Since I got my turkey, the more miserable. <laughs> well, it's not what I was he referring had, to. But he had COVID like a month ago. So he has antibodies, so there's no way he could... Are you, no, I don't have to Are you protecting yeah. us from you or you from us? Yes, I'm protecting... He's me. protecting your feelings. You He's me. protecting your feelings. Isn't everybody here vaxxed? So I got COVID a month ago. I get over it. Whatever you think, I think I believe that it was sex to the vaccine. So now yeah, sure. my daughter brought this... Cold. Cold. Yeah. And it's just a sore throat and some, I mean... Yeah. Public school? No fever. <laughs> no, damn, Sorry. I didn't come for the first, what, three weeks we've been doing this because yeah. of that. I this, couldn't. Uh, Sequoia buzzed, just in case you're wondering. Sequoia <laughs> what? Anyway, I want to get the rest of the podcast. Oh, yeah. So we, we do our... 
we go and do the Oktoberfest, and it's like Disneyland of Oktoberfest. It's everything. And there's only one. Fifteen, $15 beers. And 15, only one beer company, too. Yeah, today. and one, well, yeah. So, That's uh, why I can charge 15. 12, 12 barrels, was it 12, <laughs> sense, 20 yeah. barrels or something brewing or something some, like the that? Beer was but they got, they got bought out by, like, uh, Anheuser-Busch. But anyway, so we go there, and it's like $15 a beer. Nuts. It, yeah, nuts. At 50,000 people, food is like $10 for a hot dog. Yeah. And so we were both like, oh, man, we paid for this. And like, yeah. so we went the first night we had, we went to a, it was a cider bar and they had nothing but ciders. It, the, the, it long, they had done a long, they actually told us like long story about the cider company because they sold like three quarters of their menu was like Atlas cider is what it was called, but they had gotten in trouble and they had to change their name or whatever. And so like, this was their, they were like telling us the story, like because the locals apparently knew it only as Atlas cider. And so they wanted to make sure everybody knew that this new company was actually the same company, but they changed names. Change, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know anything. Is the beer, is the cider good? And they're like, yeah. And so we literally just drank cider at the first place was, all night. It was really all good. All night. Really good. Then we went, walked across the street to the bar that was, uh, we were there till like, like nine. They closed at nine. Walked across the street to the bar, which was open till two. And we just hung out. And the locals were unfriendly at first is the nice way to put it. <laughs> They're very standoffish, but the more you drank and hung out with them and the more normal they realized you were, the more cool they actually became. So yeah. like, but we, we met a bus driver yep. at the bar and he was going, he told us his whole life story and then bought like all these drinks for us for the rest of the night. <laughs> and then we, so we hung out, we did that bar thing. It was cool. Dude, they had crawlers. They were $4 a crawler. Ooh. Oh man, yes. A crawler. Yes. Nice. Right? Huge times. And it's a bar, so it's not like a brewery. So it was whatever they had on tap, yeah, yeah. they would fill for $4. Oh. <laughs> you got to buy more of those so you make up for the $15 beers. We so were. We actually, oh, so we, we were drinking we actually, those. So we drank all night, and then I said, we need to get the crawlers. And he goes, we got to try all these other places out first because he likes to, he wants to be sure. And I was like, okay. And I told him in my later on when we talked about it, yeah. in my heart I knew I should have just done the damn crawlers. Yeah. But, so we did. We went, and that was Wait, the night before. Crawlers we went, or growlers? Crowlers, growlers. There's the both. cans. There's both. Yeah. So a crowler I've is. I've only the, heard growler like a jug. The crowler is the, the big fat can, oversized can. Did oversized you know can. that in growler is the goblet. in England, a a bush, basically a female, <laughs> a hairy no, a hairy female. Untrimmed Dem- Demi vagina. Moore. Demi Moore. It's called a growler <laughs> in England. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm glad that. Yeah, that I, I didn't yeah. Fun know fact, anyway. <laughs> you watching a lot of British porn, huh? Yeah. Well, now that I saw it on, on uh, Top Gear. Top Gear talked about it. Oh. Yeah, actually. <coughs> on, uh, sure on, on, the, on the BBC. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, but See, now, now I have a title. I'm working in the title. I'm working in the title. Got a plan. Think ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Acts chapter seventeen. Speaking of, speaking of what? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> where? Where is the transition here? Yeah. You got it. Right there. You I'll tell you the rest. Yeah. We, we had a, we ran into the brewery in the bar with some other crazy locals, and they were like, "Fuck you, Californians!" Yeah. Like literally mad at us. Yeah. Him and I, and I'm like, oh, we're about to get beat up in a bar right now because there were like ten of them. Yeah, but they're from Oregon. Yeah, no, yeah. but they were actually. Pretty, so we started talking, about, and, and then we were talking about they are uncomfortable 
situation and we're like hey look we're not trying to cause anything we're just hanging out we came here they're like what you came here, come here for i'm like Oktoberfest, and they're like why yes literally yeah. like the 10th organ that has asked us why we live in california <laughs> and came to the october yeah, at like this it. point i'm literally looking at him going i'm sorry i brought you like I, yeah. I, it was supposed to be good. The list said, you know, it was on a list, like mm, 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 yeah. right. And it wasn't on just one. No, it was on locks because yeah. he. I had him research. He's a researcher too. So at this point, they're like, "Why would you come here? Don't you guys we have your own brewery?" That's a lot. I'm like, "Yeah." You guys came here for Oktoberfest? Yeah. So then, after all of that, we're like, "Yeah," and it was like they almost felt sorry for us. Yes. So, so yeah. then they were friendly to us afterwards, <laughs> and then they were like, "Wait a minute, you guys are normal." I'm like, "Wait." Have you met a lot of not normal California? I didn't really think that one out before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and, and literally, we're in this bar, and they're like, everybody in that bar is over 45, guaranteed. Yeah. And they're, some of them are retirees. And the first thing out of, like, one guy on the back corner of the bar was like, yeah, fuck Californians. They came here, and they, they're buying houses for $350,000 when they're worth one hundred and fifty. dollars oh, And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, Californians do that. Yep, yep, and he goes, yep. they're so dumb. He mm -hmm. goes, all they had to do was look at the market rate and pay the market rate. But no, they want to live in Oregon. He goes, and then those dumbasses live here for two years, realize we it rains here and hates the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes, and then they move. But unfortunately, more Californians just keep moving here. Right. And he goes, and it's just oh, perpetuating the cycle. He goes, I lost my family farm because of it. And I'm like, oh, Good. shit. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. remember he went I on do. like this uh, long, yeah. he's like, yeah, we were a farming family. It was people. like lumbering, we owned like a lumber thing. And because of all this, and, and Californians raised the land prices so high. When we went to go he took her No joke. It was like that. They were cool. But yeah. And so I was like, oh. And then by the end of the night, they're so hammered. They're like, you guys are normal. You can yes. move here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the problem is, in, in Oregon, we discovered is that the the housing prices are the same as California. Same. But the, the salaries of, of careers are below what california is so yeah. it doesn't match up with with the, there's no the and the cost of living even with like no sales tax isn't going to make up for that difference yeah like, people it doesn't but then there's the people in portland which are just freaking insane. yeah so we actually were making jokes with them because we're like hey look we're trying to understand the whole keep portland weird thing because we were literally so in the, the, the from the airport to get to the car rental place because i didn't understand the way the car rental place was i got this great deal well the reason i got that great deal was the car rental place was like 10 miles ish from the airport you gotta get there but first. i didn't yeah but i didn't know that but that was okay because the uber was cheap it was, it was like 15 dollars yeah. but like and i i figured that when we Keep looked at all the man. planning put that shit in my hand you know it sounds like come on Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the Uber driver oh, pulls up, got a sticker, keep for them weird. He was definitely oh, a little God. weird. Yes, yes. And as he's talking to us, it was like he wasn't, and he wasn't even, he was talking bad about the other weird people in Portland. Yes. <laughs> so when the weirdos are talking about the weirdos being, like, you're like, wow, well, well, what did we do? We're in the Twilight Zone. And we just got off the plane. Oh, my God. We just got off the plane. Yes, yes. Where was the Chaz Chop? Was it Oregon or Washington? That was it. Uh, that was actually in Seattle. That was Seattle, Seattle Washington. Yeah. So, I mean, Six to one, F doesn't the other. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much the same. At this point. Yeah, yes. Spider-Man meme. Huh? You were in Oregon. 
what were there brown people or everybody oh. yes all white yeah. no tons 100% of brown people white. no tons of brown people white, scary. it's just Hills like have eyes. There, there was brown people <laughs> yeah. no it's just like here. everywhere you went they pointed at him and stared no okay i went to yep. no i i went to um oh my god Boston? Oregon. Yeah. No. I went to Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's your mistake. Yeah. Kentucky. So, uh, no, there um, won't be brown white. people there. And I can tell you why. Because the white people there are so damn poor. The brown people are like, fuck, going there. There's no money. Yeah. Oh, I... I was like, I'm saying, I'm for real. Like that's, they they have enough white people there that will work for really low wages that they don't need brown people to come move. Yeah, there no, I understand that, but yeah. it was like everybody's looking at me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I ain't never seen one of your cans before. You Dude, it was scary, this man. Is that stone sure one. I thought you went sure you got There's tall cans in the fridge. There's tall cans of Sherman in the fridge. Can't see. You're taking mine, Hazel. Oh, see, it's taking. See, it's taking. Are you waiting? Where'd you get that? <laughs> Don't you, you worry about it, you bastard. <laughs> don't you worry about it. You bastard, Peter. Why are you hiding your little stash? You don't even like that kind. You said you like the double. Sorry for breaking double. up your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Jenny. so now that, that Mike has left the building, and he'll be back, um, <laughs> let's do Acts chapter 17. Do it. All right, I'm just going to read. And Okay, I, I just divided it up into two sections. I'm going to ask questions about this. Yeah, because they doubled up on Fully in context, not like last time, okay? So I didn't jump around. Did you see? Like, Did anybody actually read? Jump around. Yes, jump I around. read. Because they doubled up. Like, I started reading. Yeah, they did it I was twice. like, what the hell are you yeah. doing? He did, the, he did the last section this twice. Seems, I was like, this sounds so familiar. Because he was trying to make, make different point. points. Yeah. Uh, um, but I just I <coughs> divided it up as simply as I could. So the first section, Acts 17, 1 through 15. When Paul and his companions had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But other Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out of the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here, and Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decrees, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the other posts bond and let them go. As soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul had said was true. As a result, many of them believed, and as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. But when the Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God at Berea, 
Some of them went there too, agitating the crowds and stirring them up. The believers immediately sent Paul to the coast, but Silas and Timothy stayed at Berea. Those who escorted Paul brought him to Athens and then left with instructions for Silas and Timothy to join them as soon as possible. All right. I appreciate the context. So Paul reasoned with the Jews from the Old Testament, explaining and proving that Jesus is the Messiah. Some believed, others formed him up. Why the extreme range of reactions? So they're traveling through the countryside, right? We're going to wait on the second question. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll... Let's just add, let's just address that. Okay. Well, I mean, really, it's okay. I can read the other one. In context, it's the same thing, really. I'm trying to get the same point. Yeah. Why the extreme range of reactions? What is it inside the unbeliever that causes them to lash out violently? Alternatively, what is it inside the believer that causes them to receive the message and verify that it's true? So... The, the Bereans, they believed, they looked, they uh, accepted the message, and they examined the scriptures. They wanted to verify that it was true, right? They, there was something inside them that, that caused them to receive his message differently than the Jews in Thessalonica who wanted to actively pursue him, right? And t- basically tell everybody that what he's saying is wrong. So, why the why the extreme reaction? What what's the difference between those two groups? You have the unbelievers and you have the believers, right? That's how I'm I'm separating them. Well, just I'm, as a simplification. I mean, yeah. If you have an unbeliever that they believe, it's easier to convince someone who believes nothing to believe something than someone who believes something to believe something else. If you're already invested in something, it's a hell of a lot harder to change their mind than someone who's like. Ah! I got, I got no horse in this race. Make your case. Okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah, that makes sense. Anybody have any other thoughts? I mean, is there something innate in that person that makes them want to, when you hear something you don't like, go after that person you know, want to want to incite a mob, you know? Well, that entirely depends on the person. Like, the way you yeah, know. what is it about that person? That's what I'm saying. Let's say well, it's a hypothetical person. You would have to know more about that person than that there's not enough detail. No, but you see, the, you see the distinction I'm making, though, right? Between two different types of people, right? Yeah, there's people who listen and people who don't. Yeah. yeah. People that not only don't listen, but they don't want to hear it. They they won't want to hear it, and they want to aggressively attack you, right? Also known as the left. <laughs> wow. Well, I was going to give a little more example, like, you know, North Korea. BLM? Yeah. China. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's pretty... Uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, there's, there's one word. Democrats. No. India. The left. Uh, there's people that want to the right wing. Yeah, there's people that want to shut you up, right? When you When you say something they don't like to hear yeah there's people that will actively want to shut you up and do <coughs> violence to you like oh, yeah like uh case in point this week joe rogan yeah uh, well, uh joe rogan got sick he got better and all these people are pissed off at him for, he took horse for, for, for surviving because yeah. he didn't get his sick. because he didn't die yeah because he took his cocktail yeah. because he's basically proved them wrong oh, he's got money yeah. um now he's gonna sue cnn or something 
You hear about really? this? No. Because they, because like he, the, he was. I don't know if he's going. He's probably half serious. No, he was talking about it on the on the podcast. He was. Yeah, I didn't he hear it in context, but it was at the very beginning of the podcast. Yeah. He jokingly said, oh, "Shit, maybe I should sue maybe CNN." I should sue him. Yeah. yeah. Tugging cheek, yeah, because right, everyone right. in the mainstream news was saying was saying that he was like doing stuff that he wasn't doing. Well, because he was right. Yeah, basically saying CNN told you know was saying that he took course dewormer. And like I was at I was at a bar having a drink with Eddie like uh, this last weekend, and just the guy next to me just happened to be chatting people up, and he mentioned that, and I was like, my antennas went up because yeah. you know me. Yeah, and I was like, just FYI, like. You shouldn't be self-prescribing, but you know the people who you know created ivermectin like they, like five years ago they won a Nobel Prize for like testing it on people as like a disease prevention kind of thing. So yes. Just FYI. Yeah. So what is it in that person that I, even as a hypothetical person, you know, what is it in that hypothetical person that makes them do the things they do, say the things they say, want you know, want to. <clears throat> Pain. Yeah, in a way. Uh, fear. I mean, there are so many ways that you can say like that. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, Jewish people used to stone women thinking yeah. that they, you know, were unfaithful. So, in the same way, like, um, people in their conviction, when they, I don't know, when they feel attacked, when they feel that, what, offended. Mm-hmm. And here we can talk about that, feeling yeah. offended so easily. Yeah. That is like take it so personal to get to take it to that point to say like, dude, that guy is saying something against everything we believe on. Let's beat that shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not being happy with their own life, so they're that's so I mean, everybody's like you said, you know, kind of feedback off what you're saying. You know, basically not blaming everybody else for their 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 problems. I mean, can we say now? that they're hearing the truth and they don't like it? Yeah, that can be that's part can of it be, yeah. because on the other side of the coin you have the people that do hear the truth and respond to it and investigate it further right that still kind of um, points toward a, a personality like if, if you want me to put it into a word it's probably like pride or uh, arrogance yeah. that causes a person to be like no you are wrong and you are so wrong I'm not going to let you say the things right. that you're saying I'm not even going to be open to receiving yeah. what yeah. is being said oh you mean woke yeah. Wow. Synonymous, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, there's been like the analogy of truth as like a sword, right? Has anyone heard that before? Yeah. Double, or a cut, double like a double edged sword, yeah. right? Double-edged, like it cuts. Bones, tendons, joints. Yeah. What is the phrase? I don't know. It's in the Bible song. Oh. And not in Spanish. The verdad es que una espada doble filo corta músculos cuicos. Y tendones. That's in Spanish. In English, I don't know how to translate. Do you know what the verse is? Give me a minute. Or what Bible? Well, you know. Uh, which I mean, you know English. I know, but know exact, Spanish. But <laughs> the whom, the English in a Bible is completely different than the English that I learned, bro. So you know that. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> like the Span, like the, the Spanish. Wait, now you have to say I, it in Latin. Oh, yeah. Just read the Bible in Spanish. I yeah, the Bible like, in Spanish is like super a, formal. Like, oh, no, I, I'm um, sure it's like so it's kind of like a perfect King, translation. It's like King James English versus. Uh, oh, here, get Google Translate out in regular English. Back <laughs> <laughs> of continuo, please. Yeah. So, 
I mean, the thing I'm trying to get at yeah. is, could we say it's the sin nature inside the unbeliever that is causing them to react that way, right? When they hear God's truth, they want to sh- they want to stop it immediately. It's the it's the sin nature inside <laughs> of them, or I'd say part part of that, but then another part of just uh, uh, you, I mean, you have unbelievers who may not necessarily be like that. So, uh, you know, people who are non-believers that just don't just refuse to hear the the message. Yeah, we yeah. don't want to. No, 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 wait. Yeah. No, no say, why do they? Why do well, they refuse? No, yeah, I was oh, going to oh. say that it's an interesting perspective because uh, people people like being in charge. People like running their own lives. They don't want to enter anyone. They, we like being the top yeah. dog. Yeah. And when you hear the truth that you're, that's not the case, yeah. you're going to reject it. Mm-hmm. Some so two, people will. So two, like, just hypothetically, there's two people that hear the same message, right? Yeah. One person hates it, and the other person loves it. You know, it's it's not the message that has changed; it's the person, it's the person. that's different. Yeah. yeah. And so, what is it inside those people that makes it different? I would I would argue that it's the sin nature in the unbeliever, and it's in the Holy Spirit and the believer. But we all have sin nature. Uh, um, yeah, I know. But I think in Christ you have a new nature, and that new nature is. Um, See, I know, but I know non-believers aren't gonna that who aren't gonna go cause uh, you know go go and riot. Of course. So yeah. I mean you can't yeah. you can't just say it's it's you know it's just a non-believer that's well, like I, well that's why I'm saying what is it inside the non-believer that makes them do it? Is oh, it right, is right, it maybe right. they're got it? You know because they're like there's been people that have said this throughout Christianity. Um, if you don't believe you are possessed by you're possessed by an evil spirit basically and if you do believe you're possessed by God so maybe it's that evil spirit inside you that's causing you to react out and lash out so now I I have to address some some inconsistencies because we've had this discussion before is faith a choice or not and you've asserted that it is not correct? I don't want to put words in your mouth um, we believe because God makes us believers, not because I choose to believe. Yeah, I would say that faith is a gift. Yeah, <coughs> faith is a gift. But it's not something we choose, it's given to us regardless of whether we want it. I think it's something that God chooses for us. Right, yeah, okay, okay. I just want to make sure I have So it is a choice, technically, but it's not, not our choice. Not our choice, yeah. But so uh, then you're saying. Uh, Either God chooses us to be faithful. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Or there's a demon inside us. Hebrews 4. All right. So going back to the story. Because you said if you're not faithful. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Then there's, I get what like, you're saying. It's like a, like a possession. I get what you're saying. I just, I, but what, yeah. There's a little contradictory here, and I, I want right. to watch Josh's Right, right. I, I, like, I appreciate <coughs> consistency. No, no, yeah. I'm, I think that's a valid point. So, uh, um,. Going back to the sword analogy, yes. it's Hebrews 4. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Uh, okay. So, the point of that passage is that, not that it's the double edge, really, 
the double edge really isn't highlighted. It's just that it's it's sharp and it it's decisive, right? And his body's on a funk board. Yeah. <laughs> so So God's truth yeah, I mean, but God's truth is dividing though. That that's the that's the, will, the will principle die. there, right? So it defi- divides between the sheep and the goats, right? What? You would show the difference. Like no, I, I don't roots. say that's the case because Jesus died for everyone, not just the believers. Well, no, he died for everyone that believes in him. That's what John 3.16 says. I know of John 16, but I... John 3.16, yeah. somebody read, somebody say, God so loved the earth. God so loved for, the world. For God so loved the earth. Yeah. He gave his only son. So for that whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. Yeah, so but, that, but say, then it goes back to the circular conversation you were saying earlier about your faith. But, yeah. But Josh, again, like, like, okay, he died for everybody who believes in him, Yeah. but also for that people who doesn't believe in him yet, but is yet. willing to believe yet. They're yes, right. and I think that's the key uh, word there. Is yeah, we don't know. Yeah, like, we don't know who. At the end, we don't so know. So if you choose we don't know to believe in him, you are automatically saved. Yeah. yeah, and that's the, that's the psychic part for some people because are you telling me that if I had a really crappy life, like for the last 40 years, and one day I decide to say, guys, in my life, I'm going to go to heaven? No. People don't. They don't want to believe that. They think that it's way too easy. Yeah. And um, therefore, it's fake. They've been conditioned to, to feel that it's Boom, true. baby, right there. Preach it. Yeah. What? Was it raining? Is it? Well, I got to tell you guys. Like it when I was coming, they is were lightning. Really raining? Wait, really? serious? Yeah, they were lightning. When I was coming. Yeah. On, oh, raining? Oh, right. Yeah, that is crazy. It's awesome. It's good. It's barely It's a little spittle. Yeah. It's a weird. Frankly, that's like, yeah, they may have their windows open in their vehicles. Yeah, it's too high to really matter. <laughs> that is crazy. I should, I should have come in my convertible. Wait, that'll come in. All right. Like so, Texas, so, are we good? Can we move on? Or? No, I'm bothered by. Yeah, yeah, let's clarify. I'm bothered by. It didn't work that way. I've been operating under rain like that for like hours. Perception that Jesus died for everyone. And everyone is saved. Period. The end. I don't think that's biblical. I think that's a universalist. That's a universalist. I don't think that's Christianity. I think that's a universalist idea. Uh, um, because there is a hell. But, I mean... Well, hell, hell is where... We, so, we, as we've learned in Acts, heaven is not a place we go. We bring it here. Yeah. So, technically, hell, we're in hell you now. think hell is... A, no, I no. don't think so. You don't think so? I think hell, though, could be thought of as a place that you bring on earth. Uh, um, it could be. In the same way that heaven is brought on earth, you know, like Hitler. Hitler brought hell, a little bit of hell on earth, right? At least a lot of bit of hell. <laughs> well, I mean, what Nick always says is hell is a complete separation from God. So if yeah. you choose to be separated from God, essentially you're bringing hell to earth. Well, okay, and so that is exactly my point. In some small way, we, I think. In some yeah. small if, way. If we're going with Josh here, we're not choosing to be separated from God. Yeah, Josh, 
God is choosing to separate us from Him. Now we gotta sing. It's raining, Hallelujah! Yeah, man, that's crazy. Oh, rainstorm! Uh, no, because uh, we have the choice, or we have free will. That's what I'm trying to clarify with Josh, because Josh always makes the point. We have free will, free will to believe or not. <laughs> If, no, we, if we believe, no, yeah, then a couple weeks ago we had this discussion. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like, I, I want to understand. Yeah. You make a point. Yeah. You assert that God chooses faith for us, not right. us faith in Him. Yeah. So that also means He chooses who doesn't believe. So if yeah. if Hell we don't is know. being separated from God, well, let me well, let me say we don't know. You're saved. You're not because I said so. Well, let me say I agree with. So even if you them, you're saved, you're not because you say no so. because God said so. According to Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think because God says so. But we no, don't. No, but God, no, God listen. sets up the parameters. Let you me make a decision and which, that's line, which, which side of the line you're on. That's well, what I let think. me make this clarification. Yeah. Uh, um, I agree with what Christians said in, in that we don't know who the saved are and who the unsaved are. We don't know who the believers are and who they are. Only God knows that. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but I think it is God's. God decides. You know who's it? Read Romans nine. Give me your phone. As the potter and the clay analogy, it's very clear. And Romans, you've, read, uh, you, you've read it before. I, it, it, yeah, it, it sounds familiar. Romans nine. You read what? Uh, Romans nine. Romans oh, chapter Romans. nine. Uh, I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. That I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart, for I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites to whom uh, partaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. Where are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God blessed forever. Amen. Is it raining? Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Skip that part. It's um, raining yeah. men. I don't know. There's a whole, there's a whole chapter. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Wait, let me see. Is it supposed to rain? Hallelujah. No, it's crazy. That's so weird. Where'd you stop? What verse did you yeah. stop? You know, yeah, you nine. never played right, this song. Thirteen. Here it is. It was not made in the 90s, people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the 70s, baby. It's raining men. Hallelujah. All right. Not as though the word of God have taken none effect, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children. But in Isaac shall the seed be called. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. For this is the word of promise, as this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children be not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, The elders shall serve the younger. And as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, 
that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will harden. Thou wilt, this is by the way like the hardest version of the Bible. Yeah, I think King it's James. King James. Yeah. I, like know, I prefer it. Like thou wilt say then unto me, Why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? Nay, but, O oh man, who art thou that re repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made of me thus? Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto an honor and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? And that he might make known the riches of his glory to the vessels of mercy, which he had afore prepared unto glory, even us whom he hath called, not to the Jews, but also of the Gentiles. As he saith also, uh, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not beloved. All right, all right. Yeah, I... I so, the, the, the whole point of that is they're making a clear distinction between... God's chosen people, the, you know, the Jews. the Jews in the Old Testament, who, by virtue of um, works, no, okay, go ahead. no, not by virtue of works. Well, that's how they were. Saying. No, yeah. that's not. That's, that's not it. That's, that's not it. That's not. Make well, originally, this by blood. Christians originally. believe the Old Testament is God's word just as much as the New Testament. Yeah, okay. but it's an Old uh, Testament. Uh, it's not the current no, testament. No, it's the it's no, one and the same. It is one and the same testament. I don't want to pick you up. No, that yeah, God's that's praying right now. Talking about <laughs> that is the point. The point is the New Testament is not any different than the Old Testament. The I'm only saying, thing yes. is we realize we realize we're it's fully realized in Jesus. Yeah, it's fully okay, realized okay. in Jesus. But there is no distinction between how people were saved then. And how are people are saved now? No, those okay. different covenants. Okay. No, it's the well, same. It's all the one no, same covenant. They said it, huh? There's different. No, yeah, it's I, 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 That's I, the same. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. The covenants right. are are um, administered differently throughout the covenantal ages, but it's the same God, the same relationship between God's people and God, and not God's people and God. Oh, uh, oh, 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 in the Old Testament, you gotta make the sacrifice to be pure and clean to get from God. Sorry? Oh, thank you. No, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, sorry. And in the New Testament, you just gotta sacrifice in your heart. No. The Old Testament, the same thing. The 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 Jews were saved not by works but by faith. The yeah. same okay. way. But, yeah. Go okay. go for it. Okay, so okay, the different so, the different covenantal patterns. This is what this is the things that we've gone over over and over. Well, no, over we haven't gone over. So have, Peter should be able to around the same thing. No, but it's Peter so should be able to right? explain yeah. this to you guys. Well, okay, so by now because we've gone over it so many times. No, I, I agree uh, uh, that it was that it was all kind of it was no, part okay. of the plan. For, I get what for, you're saying, but it's it's that we threw out the like you lob something and you're like, okay, it's the same covenantal agreement. It's not. Yes, it, it, oh, it's, no. a, it's a different no. administration of the same covenant. No. Uh, um, think about it. Think about it. Abraham, right? That's the first covenant, right? The Abrahamic covenant. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, the Spirit of God passed through the two pieces of meat, right? Or the, whatever it was. 
and saying basically by effect saying that it would sacrifice that God would sacrifice himself on behalf of the covenant right so right there you have the picture of Christ sacrificing himself for us same thing with the with the Adam with the, um, with Adam and Eve and the Eve crushing the head of the serpent right that in some way points to Christ uh, um, and then we have the Noahic covenant uh, um, so the covenant of Noah and the flood Noah was spared right because Noah was part of God's chosen people uh, um, he also had faith yeah he was Noah the most he was the righteous man well, he was chosen by God. He was chosen by God. No, no. I go, it's like the whole thing is like, again, the argument goes by chosen by God, but a righteous man. Yeah. And we how have the mosaic. Well, so how was he righteous? Well, God, like, we talked God about sets the like, rules, and therefore yeah. he is really Noah not was that drunk. Great. Noah was a drunk. He yeah, was wasn't a great deal. he was saved by grace. He was not saved by works. Drunk is this? Uh, um, Moses, no, no, no. the mosaic <laughs> covenant. Brother, when you're drunk, the brother, what you do when you're drunk? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I agree. No, I agree. If you <laughs> okay, <laughs> now the mosaic. Now we move to the mosaic covenant, the Moses covenant, right? Moses was uh -huh. a murderer. Moses, <laughs> and he was saved by grace and yeah. not by faith. And yeah. also, were the wanderers ah. in the desert, all the Jewish wanderers that that uh, um, complained at every turn, forty years in the desert, mm -hmm. uh, um, they were saved by grace, not by works. So it's the same covenant, it's just a different administration. The same covenant, same thing. David, the Davidic covenant. Uh, um, David was an adulterer and a murderer, and uh, uh, he was a dirty old man in the end. Well, do we know, for example, like all the wandering Jews, were they? Do we know that they were saved? No. Well, the ones well, we knew I mean, that there, we knew uh, no, that. No, right. That's once, my well, once no. Jesus died on the cross, then yes. Right. What do you no, mean? They by were, wait, wait, that's the they were saved by the covenant. That's if the they were God, the hey. So, no, but so, if they were God's chosen people, right? To, to, to their the chosen, ones that were chosen. No, but they're cho all the Jews were chosen people to be an example into the world for better and yeah. No, I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, what do you, so, Josh? What do you mean by a different administration? Different uh, execution. There's well, a different uh, representative. There's that's a different a nice representative. Way of saying that it's man's view of like God's plan. Yeah. Humanity. Yeah. Okay. So like, I, like get, I get what you're saying. There's there's okay. a there's a covenant under Adam, right? There's a covenant under Noah. There's a covenant under. So there's a different person, but those yeah, people but, are somehow representative of Christ. If if you squint uh, enough at all the different covenants, they're the same. Thing. I get where you're going. Ultimately, you're, this goes back to the same like argument conversation across the board. Is God is consistent? I yes. Yeah. God doesn't change. God doesn't change, and His plan of salvation doesn't change. And that's really what you're it's saying. It's just fully realized in Christ. And but I would, man does change. And I would, make the, I would make the argument that God's God has a plan. Let's say, but for people to conceive of the plan and understand the plan and get on board with the plan, He has to hold our hand and walk us through it step by step. So you have covenant A. Yeah. And we set some ground rules. Man and, changes. That's what I'm saying. Man changes. Trying to get so, into like, man like changes. with the Jews, for example, yeah. so, so like, but the sin the, nature doesn't change. Right. True. But, but if you um, want to get people to to actualize heaven on earth, you start with the Jews. Let's say, it didn't start there, but let's say, Adam. and you have 613 commandments, yeah. and then well, people I mean, look at the Jews and go, "We can't do it," and then people realize that and go, "Okay." 
once you now the people have realized that you can't live a perfect life I'm gonna do you a solid and make it so you don't have to yeah well I mean, but even, people have to well, understand that right like and even in, in the, the plan, old it was never meant to be not right. that way and that was his plan but we didn't know that he has to get us there but, but, he, he doesn't need to change right, he, he has to change us so like yeah. all that complication that you, you talk about for me is always I, I try not to get my, my mind wrapped around it because it always goes back to it doesn't really matter because if you go back to the original sin, the original sin was man not having faith, faith. in God. Yeah, not trusting. That's God. all you got to worry about. Like yeah. all that other stuff, is hyperbole at points and, and man's take on things, and which introduces a whole lot of error. Okay, just go back to original sin and the same thing. Didn't have faith in God. Yeah, yeah, that's the <laughs> ultimate downfall of mankind throughout time, all time. That is. The problem, every problem in the whole world. But then you go back to co- the co- the covenant and all these agreements you talk about is about having faith in God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like the, re- the reason, the, the reason, like, like for example, the Jews can't follow all six hundred and thirteen commandments is because they don't have faith in God that He's going to handle them. I got to do it myself. Yeah, I try to keep it simple. Yeah, that's how I. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I'm not trying to be like you know. No, I'm just no. saying. Yeah. All right. So there's a good. This is a good train jumping off point to the next section. Because there's one verse to look out for um, where Peter, or no, Paul is talking to these people. <laughs> Let's see. Let me find that per- verse before we get there. In the past. Okay. Okay. This is towards the end. But, but listen. No, I'm going to start over, but just pay attention to this one section I want to hit. In the past. God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. Okay, so just think about that one verse, okay? Can you read that verse? All right, Acts 17, 16 through 32. While Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was greatly distressed to see that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks, as well as in the marketplace day by day with those who happened to be there. A group of Epicurean and Stoic philosophers began to debate him. Some of them asked, what is this babbler trying to say? Others remarked, he seems to be advocating foreign gods. They said this because Paul was preaching the good news about Jesus and the resurrection. Then they took him and brought him to a meeting of the Areopagus, where they said to him, May we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting. You are bringing some strange ideas to our ears, and we would like to know what they mean. All the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time doing nothing but talking and listening to the latest ideas. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus and said, People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious, for as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I am going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. He is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. 
for anything. Like, damn right. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you reading? God was like, damn right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one who knocks. Oh, wow. Well. For in him we live and move God's and like, have our being. Fuck yeah. <laughs> As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world and with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered, but others said, We want to hear you again on this subject. At that, Paul left the council. Some of the people became followers of Paul and believed. Among them was Dionysus, a member of the Areopagus, also a woman named Damaris, and a number of others. <coughs> All right. So, now one thing I do want to talk about is that part where he says, in the past, God looked overlooked such ignorance. Now he commands everywhere to repent. Mm-hmm. That suggests that there is some kind of distinction between how God treated people in the past and how God treats people now. Yeah, shit. That's what we... Wasn't that what... But it's not a good thing. How he... What's the difference there? The difference is now he's not overlooking their ignorance. That's what that verse says. Not yet, yeah. But he will later. What? What? He will later. He'll overlook their ignorance? It says he, he well, overlooked no, their me. ignorance in the past of worshiping idols. Yes. Now he commands everyone everywhere to, to repent. Oh, well. You don't see that? No, no. He just was thinking. No, no. Go no, on. that's fine. Right, but, I mean, hold on. Do I need to check? I can stop. It's a good stopping point. Yeah. All right. Recording part two. I wasn't sleepy, bro. I wasn't sleepy. Yeah. Man, this is epic. So you can do what you want. I'm not hating on you, but we're all safe here. Yeah. Like, I, I, I appreciate the thought, dude. I, and I have antibodies. Okay, I, I know that you do, but it still is a nasty cold. And before... Well, sit your ass over there, but you don't have to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. If you can sit over there, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. <laughs> But you keep wearing the mask. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's just like, don't, don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, Paul had to escape because they were going to kill him, right? Yep. So now he is, he's in this new city in Athens, and what does he do? He starts preaching the gospel. Same thing. Because he sees, he looks all around him, he sees the idols, and he has to say something. Mm -hmm. So, my question to you, what compelled Paul to address the city full of idols? Did he have to address them? Have you ever felt a similar need to act or say something that needed to be said, explain if you have. Well, okay, so to answer the second part first, yes, all the time. You know me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that was saying. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, he, he's in these cities to preach the, the good news anyway. Yeah. 
even though he, you know, he was likely under the in danger of being no, murdered. No, Athens less so. Yeah. yeah. Well, they try to move him to another city to be safe, but what does he immediately do? He just immediately goes after it. He doesn't. He's not doing it to be safe. He's doing it to be brave, right? That's an act of bravery. Well, he's That's not, not doing it of... to be brave. It, it is an act of bravery to do what he's doing because he knows he's a risk, but it's not for the sake of the being faith. brave. It's for the no. faith. He could have just stayed at home and yeah. said, I don't you know, know if that's I'm a wild character. I think that's a little hard to say. Yeah, I know. But Paul wasn't a stay at home. That'd be like guy. a missionary yeah. saying, you know what? I know I'm a missionary, but I'm not going to go on my trip. I'm just going to stay home. Counter to nature. I, yeah. And it bothers me when people say stuff like that because you're judging Paul on, like, the everyman. And that's not the truth of his character in the Bible. No, but I think there's the still man, there's the a similarity was, the man was to pushing boundaries from day one. There's That's a similarity to our it, personal it life, though, too. Boundaries since day one, but also he was touched in in a way that you don't see that in the Bible. Like unless I mean, who else was like touched like that? I mean, he got blind and then yeah, he no, saw God himself. God said, "You're an ignorant ass." Like you, like. So, I, don't, I, mean, I mean, when you, when you, I mean, when you go through that, I mean, you wanna go through the end of it, right? You wanna think, like, okay, so I go back. I always think the whole like God can change a person thing. I understand that, but I also look at the character and go, yeah, God can change a person, but that, what that change looks like differs. Whatever, whatever. Paul really didn't change other than he was his eyes were open to God. Paul okay. was still the same. Okay. Paul, so, yeah, before well, that, he yeah. was like the biggest, like this is like anti. He's a countercultural. Yeah. yeah. Like and he was no different after. Yeah. In that yeah. sense. But that's why ever, God. I think when yeah, you said that, that was why it was right. the perfect. Okay. Yeah. Whatever he for, believes, yeah. he's gonna but, push. But it. something that we see here is that when people say, and there is this mistake here that a lot of people uh, make, like when you're when you give your your life to Christ, they think that you are not gonna make mistakes. And you have Paul. If you read about that, Paul stopped talking about philosophy, right? I don't know if you if you know about that part of the Bible where he made a mistake. Instead of sharing the gospel, he went to this town and he started talking about this God and philosophy and everything, and he didn't share the gospel. And no, he did share the gospel here. No, 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 no. Paul. There is an yeah, there is a this is problem. Paul. This is Paul sharing the gospel. Right? Yeah, you're not saying here. Just, not no, there, I, not there. I, you are citing this 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 passage right now, and you have a bad interpretation of what I'm telling you. See, right now, I feel compelled to tell you you're wrong. Ah, don't say that. Uh, um, you do that to everyone. No, that's the thing. That's the, that, that's the point I'm making is this happens to me a lot. This happens to Wade a lot. Does this happen to you guys? Do you ever feel compelled to the need to do something? Ever? We all do. Yeah, any, yeah, we oh, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Suck. Give yeah. me an example. Jason. Eat. Drink. Breathe. <laughs> Sexy time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's a compulsion there all the time. No, so <laughs> I'll give, okay, I'll give you an example. There was there was a uh, was going through through uh, a uh, tech school uh, technical school when I was in the military, and um, had a buddy that basically was kept coming to me, to, or came to me one day because he was just. No matter what he he, the conversations he's had with his instructor, it just he couldn't win. I mean, he he couldn't please what whatever answers he would give to her. She just she would you know slam him. So 
So I asked him, and he was he wasn't a, a, a Christian, I know, but I asked him, hey, I, you can, we can, uh, do you mind if I, I, I pray for you? You know, we sit down and, and, and pray. So we ended up uh, praying for him and, and uh, just looked up to God. And the, and the next day, it was a, like a complete 180 on, on how the instructor felt about about him. So it was, he felt a lot better and, and uh, would always come to me for, for help after that on on different things that had. So, I mean, that was one thing where I just, I felt, yeah. I felt, it wasn't just a spur of the moment knee-jerk reaction, but I just, I felt compelled that I, I yeah. that God was like, hey, you know what? Pray like for you're this, put this in a so, you know, we specific situation. What? You're put yeah. in a specific right, situation. Right. Yeah. And you feel like God put you in that specific situation for a reason, and you should say something. Right, because, like, you know, I mean, he could have asked anybody, but the, yeah. the kid came to me and said, hey, I mean, I, I'm struggling, I need help. And he didn't know that I was was a, a Christian or anything. But... I just have a statement slash question for you. Yeah. So, like, Acts is always unique to me because typically when you saw, see with Paul and letters with Paul and what you go is, the compulsion of Paul is usually to challenge those of the faith, so yeah. those of the way. Versus in Acts, you see he's actually challenging non-believers here, and that's not something that you typically see in the Bible with Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very heads in it, like in your face with others of the, the believers, but he's very gentle, I guess you could say, in terms of Paul's way of being gentle to mm-hmm. non-believers. This is the first time you see him actually be like, or not first, but like. Yeah, no. This is a significant. Harsh. This is a significant. You're ignorant. I mean, that's a that's a pretty harsh statement to a bunch of enlightened non-believers. Absolutely. Peter, though, I want to hear from Peter. Are you ever compelled to do anything? Only when you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) Can I I tell you? So all the time. Yeah. I'm not trying to be. Like that, I literally, I, not only you, but like generally it's when believers are, are hardcore. I don't, for non-believers, no, because I think it's I, it's a bad example of the faith of, of showing grace, of showing an example of how to be loving. Not saying that like, if, if you have someone that's like totally just lambasting God, trying to have a civil conversation with them yeah. is one thing. Yeah. But, but if they're just that type of, there's just hate and malice towards God, no matter what you do, right. if, if you try to have civil... And they're unwilling <laughs> to have civil. That you got to leave that to God because you're not going to make that happen. Yeah, I'm, it's funny. I'm more compelled to to make the argument with a person who's inconsistent or illogical in their own beliefs or perceptions than the person who's like, "This is what I think," but I'm open to your thing too. Like, I'm I want to debate slash argue whatever you want to call it with the person who is illogical more. Yeah. For, I, maybe I just like arguing. But that's your character. Well, yeah. yeah. No, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I no, yeah. I think that's an important point, though, is it goes to, like, the nature of who you are. Like, Christian, when he sees somebody struggling, <laughs> like, he cannot help himself but, like, interject and help them out. Like, um, like you have to. You cannot help yourself. You Like, uh, remember when I was riding my bike and I got a flat tire? Yeah. And you ha- you had to have your sister-in-law come pick me up. You have to. You gave me your bike to ride home. Yeah. Oh, you should, I uh, you um, remember that. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Yeah, but it, like I didn't have a choice, and then you insisted on fixing my bike. Uh, um, 
like you know that 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 is definitely your character. It's your nature. Like, like it's something sort of. you have to do. Yeah, it is. That's how God made you, though. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to like. Like I it's could have taken care of it myself. You don't want to fight that. No. It so would have been. It would have been sad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you got to say. No, I would have been walking. God gave that time for a reason. And the, in respect to that, that's that's where the spiritual gifts comes into play. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody has a spiritual gift. Yeah. Everybody is compelled to do certain things. Well, everyone has a different personality. For me. For me. <laughs> Yeah. Procrea- no, procreation honest, is yours. That's really yeah. good. You and, and Josh are I'm, procreation. I know yeah. Josh is. No, Josh is. Uh, I actually did, one, I actually did one of those tests yeah, yeah, the last like, year. He blinks and, yeah, twins. And my, <laughs> my primary, um, sir, or what do they call it? Um, I don't know. What's the technical term? For what? For what? Uh, your calling. Um, oh, your duty, your goal, your whatever. Forget the name. Purpose. Yeah. Anyway, my, my primary thing was 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 helping. I was a helper. Okay. Service. So, service. Service. Yeah. So every everything I do is to help. I don't want to be the guy up front. I don't want to be Randy. I don't want to be Kara. I don't want to be Nick. Oh, I want, no, to, be, no, I want no, to be the no, guy in the back of the no. at the at the soundboard that nobody ever sees. I want to be that guy, yeah. and that's who I am. That's what I want to be. So, like when you talk about that stuff, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm compelled. You're compelled to, to lurk in the shadows. Lurk in the shadows <laughs> and, <laughs> and help people when they, when they need help. Okay. However, bro. However, yeah. let me tell you something from a personal experience. I, I got that idea of God. I'm gonna serve you, but in this way. He was like, "If you, yeah, be. yeah." So why are you telling you this? Because he hasn't told me that yet. So I'm, I'm, he happened I'm, to me so I'm bad. riding the wave, man. I'm riding the wave until I get thrown off, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Like, oh, like you, you want to do this? No, we're gonna do this. Yeah, it's completely yeah. opposite to that. Oh shit! All right. So I don't, I don't know if you have more to to that story, but I'm curious now because you said you wanted to do this, and then God was like, "Gonna do this." What oh. did you want to do, and then what what made you say, okay, no, God, doesn't, God doesn't want me to do this, so, he wants me here? I started studying computer science, so I can be, have money, and I start donating money for, for the ministry, and I just want to be that guy that, oh, what do you need? Okay, let's buy that. Like, what is, mm. So that was my goal. Mm. I want to be a donor. And then the God started telling me, no, I want you to be involved in the ministry. I was like... I truly felt that I was having this, not a conversation, I was really arguing with God, mm-hmm. you know, down me saying like, oh yeah, I can argue with God. No, so supposed, no, no, bro. We're it's, supposed it's, to. It's always an argument. We're it, supposed to. I was so annoyed, yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that. Then, okay, let's do that. And then, the funny part is, I started helping this ministry, and I was like, okay, God, I'm just going to do this, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me just take, the, take care of the kids. Let me just go and visit them. I don't want to be a leader. <laughs> good, luck. good luck with that. Yeah. And then I started like taking care of this group of guys. Mm-hmm. And then I started leading them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, God, this is it, right? I, I want to go back to to just start working on computer science. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, let's study English so we can help you. Then I became a translator. Then I started leading mission teams to those other places. And, and then, then you met Christian. Then when I realized, yeah, I was. I just completely stopped what I really thought that I was going to do, and I was just doing this that I never thought I was going to do. So, you, you had things you wanted to do, and it, it wasn't necessarily like some, some God speaking to you in your heart or in your mind. It was God would put uh, God would, an obstacle, let's say, in your way. No, not an obstacle. He wouldn't put an obstacle. He would put a desire in my life, like, 
do this. And, and you feel an, good an doing event it. in your life, and you and, feel like, you and know and what, that's, that's how the little little, you don't realize it. It's like, oh crap. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Kind of slight, slight detours through your. Well, yeah. yeah. And before you know it, you're like, oh. Wow. Yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm here now. Mm. Right. I mean, from, from right. an outsider. There's a carrot. Oh, wait, here's another one. Before you know it. Ooh, piece of candy. You're just looking from going from A to Z. Yeah, I'm, a, like, I'm a Christian Peter Griffin. Okay, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> slight view. you. Or Homer Simpson. That dog has a puppy tail. <laughs> 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 no, but from an outsider's perspective of your life, it makes sense because, like, you've always been interested in, like, video games yeah. and, like, uh, American movies mm. and redheads. And what happens? You get married to an American <laughs> That's redhead. That's another part where God told me, so I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's like, like, I it's never, all the Ninja Turtles. I never want to, I never want to. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never well, what want about um, an American woman because I mean, what about MJ? Mary Jane, Peter Parker, Whereas, yeah. you're us well, in America. Like April, April was my first crush. Yeah. I gotta tell you, right? oh, yeah. 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 I was here like April, April yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she was totally hot. But but no, but Mary Jane, Mary Jane from not from Fox. April April O'Neil from Mary Jane from Spider-Man. My first. Then I went to Mary Jane's Mary Jane from Spider-Man. They don't take my Mary Jane. That's mine. Damn, y'all are young. Yeah, but your wife isn't man. Run here. What was what was yours? Because you old man like me. It was Shania Twain. Are you serious? Oh yeah, she's a baby. Shania Twain was a baby. Shania Twain? Oh, she's yeah. in her 20s. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. right. She was I'm trying to remember that. You know what I was thinking about? Uh, what's her face? She's oh. A chick. Uh, I can't remember her name right now. Uh, oh, man. Oh, McIntyre? No, she's a country singer, but she's a chick. She's a blonde head. Uh, well, so for... It was Taylor like Shania Swift. Twain or the... Uh, Are you supposed uh, to be? On, uh, who's the... Who is the... Uh, for me, it was the, Debbie Gibson. Oh, yes. Who's the... There you go. I'm trying to think... <laughs> she was later though. I was a teenager. I'm trying to Who was um, Jesse's girlfriend on Full House? Oh, she. That, she that was oh, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one that is in jail. The one that is in jail. Yeah. And Becky. Yeah. And Becky. And Becky. And Becky. Yeah. This fool's like I'm watching Full House for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I got. That's why I got no, into other Full women. House, Full I'm sorry. House. Now that I'm going back to that, when I was a teenager, oh. I gotta say, when I was a kid, it was a problem. When I was a teenager, it was Winnie Cooper. Oh yes, yeah. yes. I, I was like, yes. that's the one. Yes. From, uh, what was that from? From, uh, from uh, the Fred Savage one. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, Born in this world. Oh, Born in this world. Born in this world. Yes. Born in this world. He's young. Sorry. No. Never had it. Yeah. yeah. He's young. He's a young. Oh yeah. But that is the same guy, right? Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Yeah. I never saw Boy Meets World. You're young. No. 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 Yeah. It's the Wonder Years. Yeah. I Wonder Years. I know. Really? I know that oh, guy. Who the chick from my girl, though. Your oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you did. What's her what name? was that girl? Oh no, yeah. Yes. She's in all the movies. No, I'm. I'm. 
Yeah, at that time. Yeah, yeah, at that time. And that, like, two Billy years. Billy Madison, yeah. where the guy's like, that, uh, was like uh, no, but I no. knew but somebody I was who knew kid, somebody who, like, he he left features. Alyssa and Milano. I was like, no way. Oh, yeah, Alyssa no. Milano. Alyssa Milano. Oh, no, Alyssa Milano. Now she's crazy. No, and this is not talking about, like, the little witch thing that they did. I'm talking about when she was on, like, was it with Tony Danza? Yeah, yeah. Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Tiffany Amber. <laughs> oh yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, dude. She was on. Oh yeah, yes. yes. But no, but not. But, <laughs> yes. But not uh, from. Uh, let me go around this corner real quick. Not from. Uh, <laughs> I'm back in like two minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> was she, was she 90210 or Melrose? All right. I think we got off. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Let's go back to. So okay, let's skip no, this. I'm skipping no, no, no. the second one. Tiffany Amber Thiessen from White Collar is way better than the young Tiffany Amber. How did okay? She's a human. Yes. All right. How did Paul the address? White Collar version of her. Is yeah, the white, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. skipping. I'm skipping another one. Go, go to the next one. How did Paul address these very religious people in Athens? Did he take a neutral stance? In other words, one religion believes this, another religion believes that. Who am I to say which is true? I feel like right. you wrote that question for me. I did. <laughs> I was thinking about Wade and this question, okay? Peter, Mike, pay attention. This is important. He's really going to do you're talking about Doom Patrol? Come on, guys. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. Doom, all the Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> see? He's like, like, I mean, he knows what I'm talking about. Yo, by the way. So, it, yeah. Okay, but let me count. Wait. <laughs> First of all, just so you know, it's like nine. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost done. How did Paul address these very religious people? Did he take a neutral stance? One religion believes this, another religion believes that. Who am I to say which is true or true? Obviously uh, not, right? No. What did he do? He okay. went. He went straight, <coughs> straight at it. He went straight at him, right? I, ha- I feel yeah, like but I- you see, you know what makes me mad about that whole passage is after that, there's no response other than he left. Well, some believed and others didn't, yeah. right? And then he just left. Well, so he threw, he threw down the gauntlet and just left. Dropped the mic. Well, he didn't really have. A ch- some said they wanted to see him, want to hear more from him, right? That's what it says. We want to hear you again on the subject. True. That's what and then some said. sneered at him because he's talking about the he's, resurrection. Yeah, a dumbass. Alright, I have to defend myself because you wrote this question for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... When I say, like, okay, other people have other beliefs and other religions, I'm making the point that you can't outright call them evil because they believe something different than you. Because in their minds, in their hearts, they're good people because uh-huh. they're following their beliefs just like we're following ours. Fundamental. Yeah. It's fundamental. But Paul does not but, take that approach. And I, but Doesn't Paul, he? okay, but great. And I, but since Paul, there's been several breakoffs across, even within Christianity. Yeah, okay, but let's get back to Paul. Paul's no, 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 no. But he's no, trying, no, no. He's Stop a, there because I'm, I'm not going to agree with you on that because that's an easy out for you. Since why? Paul, because how many because, sects of Christianity why? have broken off? How many? I don't know. Thousands, right? Too many to count. Right. Yeah, what does that have to do with anything? Well, but... Oh. What does that have to do with the cost of beans in China? Anyway, so we're trying to get... What? We're, we're trying to get back... Yeah, that's... Whoa, that, 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 that's okay. That's what that's called. That's we're trying... We're there. trying... Wait, wait, no, no, you can't just, he like, breeze over... No, he liked there. it. No, he didn't no, like that, so he redirected. So, well, I'm saying, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to do here? I understand. What are we trying to do? I don't know do? if it's in the same vein, but 
along those lines and because even within sex of Christianity you can disagree believe some of the same things but have a disagreement and I can see where he would say like look you know we don't believe the same things and so just outright <coughs> disregarding them based on that right. he's surrounded he is surrounded by a culture that yeah. does not believe the things he believes well, he's, he's, he's always uh, been surrounded he's by a culture on a mission yeah to but don't you see the connection between him then and us now that's what i'm getting at well okay but he's on a mission traveling the world to preach the good news he's going to get in your face and tell you that what you think is wrong <clears throat> that does he's not telling them they're evil he's telling them what they believe is incorrect so now we're so yes. yeah but he doesn't say that you believe one thing, I believe another thing. Let's just be friends. He's trying to say in, in, um, in Paul's mind, he's trying to save them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. And so yeah. you have to tell them. And that how they, are we? I, how I are we any wrong. better than Paul? We're not better than Paul. You said we, we said were. We were. Well, that's what that's what you're. That's what I'm saying with, with your mindset. No, you're making an assumption. Well, okay, can I simply say? Yeah, real quick. So, first of all, what what Paul. What Paul is doing with his daily life and what Wade is doing with his daily life are two different things. So they have two different missions. An approach. Uh, or, yes, thank you. Approaches. And so yeah. because Paul is a missionary, or not missionary, but because he's he's going yeah, around but aren't we in the word of God. Let him go. Speaking the word of God, on behalf of God, he's, yeah. he's going to um, interact in, in in a different way than what, what Wade would at, let's say at his job yeah, or yeah, with people. Yeah. So that's why there's a there's a difference. It's not the same. So you're not gonna you can't compare Paul Paul's uh, way of of uh, yeah saying, doing the message based on you know and, and Wade, how Wade would yeah interact. they're two yeah, different he, people. He's literally right. on a mission to change people's right. minds. Whereas last week you're talking about going on a crusade, and I'm like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I understand what you guys are saying, yeah. but I what I'm trying to do is trying to appeal to scripture as my authority, right? And so does every okay. other religion. So, so right. Touche. So yeah. But every at, other religion at, is okay. wrong. How do can you know? Okay. I know can because God knows. Can we, and I, I don't appeal to my pa- own authority. Yes. No, th- no, this is the critical. This is the critical. But can we yes. conversation here? It is. Can we pause on Paul for a second? Sure. No. Yes. This Why? is exactly what Why? I'm trying. Because relevant to the conversation, exactly I want to hear what, what I, he has to say. But what? How would we pause on Paul and be relevant to the conversation? Because, because you, you, who's, 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 I can't, <laughs> Josh. So, you so I can uh, by by asking one question of you in the Bible: Who's the greatest teacher? Jesus. The answer is always Jesus. Right. <laughs> right. No, I don't, I'm not trying to be the safe here. Okay. Yeah. So it's no, Jesus. you're saying not, Paul is contradicting Jesus here. I'm not saying he's. Contradicting. That's what basically whoa, what Christian said whoa, earlier. No, whoa, 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 whoa! Not contradicting. <clears throat> Looking you're at misrepresent, misrepresenting. Looking at, no. <laughs> saying wow. he's not consistent with. Jesus, Josh, no. no. let uh, him uh, talk. Uh, let uh, him talk. No, it's fine. It's fine. This I is what he's saying. He said, "Don't I, I'm not. I'm not taking personal effects. Offense, okay? Right. I'm. What I'm trying to do is defend God's word. 
That's all I'm doing. Or Paul's words. No, it's actually is, Paul's. Yes. Yeah. No, this it's is, Paul's. This is Luke. This is Luke writing. Well, it's Luke's writing about, about Luke's Paul. writing about, <laughs> about, about Paul's life. Okay. And, Paul, and Paul's perspective. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, and, and this goes back in the conversation we've had, and I've thrown out, I don't know, probably 50 times in the last several years, about, like, every time we look at the Bible, the first thing you go is, like, everything in the Bible is, like, is right because it's a God. And I'm like, well, okay. Like, I'm not trying to argue the semantics of that argument. Because yeah. that's all beyond me and you. But let's not go there. And I'm just simply looking at Christ and Christ's teachings uh, and his model. We don't see Christ doing it this way very often. No, I, I disagree completely. With who? The Gospels. Read the Gospels. I've read the Gospels. Where? Every Where does God every go? Every freaking point. Where does God Every freaking point, Jesus opens his mouth. Where it does, is nothing where but Jesus go I come, to I come to bring, not bring peace, but around. a sword, right? Where does Jesus go around with non-believers and smack them around? Back me up here. I defer to I, 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 I want to back you up, but at the same time, like both approaches what, that you're giving me right now are justified. For example, you can say that, okay, Christ goes to school when like, he saw all these guys in his temple that they were like selling crap and making money, and he, what did he do? Grab his whip and start saying you piece of crap, blah, 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 and, you know. Okay, that's the one that you can say, dude, like, he took, he went completely aggressive to change something. Right. But then you also have the way when he talked to, uh, when he stopped a group of people trying to stone this woman. Yeah. Did he insult them? Did he tell them, you piece of shit, you are doing this wrong, you're a killer, you're not going to go to heaven? No. Right. Just like, apparently he wrote something on the sand and said, I don't know what, you know stand down pitches or something like that and people <laughs> yeah. stop they yeah. just love the trouble so th there is a very subtle way that i believe christ i'm, I'm not disagreeing with you that he's not consistent because he is consi paul's consistent with christ's model because the the thing that they're bringing up here is they're talking yeah. about these are the basically the religious elite of their society okay mm -hmm. to them the contemplation of life and gods and all of that is their religion. And so that they, he's just challenging the religion. I'm not disagreeing with that. I yeah, the whole, the whole unknown God thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally can go with you on that. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with like, well, that. Well, I mean, that, that's an important point, though, is he, he's, he was aware enough of their culture mm -hmm. that he grabbed the things that were consistent with Christianity yeah, that's a, that's and a then he, that's a point, he brought them to the forefront and then, yeah, he reshaped he them, repurposed them. Towards yeah. Christian uses, like oh, because um, basically they were like agnostics. Yeah, like, there's there's a God out there, but we we don't know. We're just gonna worship like, a ball. He's like, I know. <coughs> yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you about guy that was there. Yeah, that's not. See, but that's a very different. I think while it comes off, and the way we approach it, and sometimes how we look at it in the Bible is like very in your face, which it is to a point. But you also got to look at the societal, cultural side of it. They wouldn't, most wouldn't have been offended by that because they're all debating all the gods and all the shit that's out there for yeah. them that they believe in. Well, it was, like it said, some were true. offended, yeah. some weren't, yeah. and some believed, yeah. and some didn't. Yeah. And it was Athens. And, and on top of that, too, then, Athens was the city of ideas. Yeah. Like, but what in so, them, but just like the passage before it, you had the, the same message being preached, the, and yeah, you had same, two different same. reactions. You're always gonna so be. same thing. He's still preaching one message, yeah. which is the truth, yeah. and the truth is dividing between those who believe and those who don't. Yes, uh, um, I, I gotta tell you though, Josh. I think that the comparisons. Yeah, I mean, 
it's like saying, you know, oh, there are, you have a BMW Jui uh, and, you know, like a, okay, no one offend anybody here, a Hyundai yeah. car. And you say, both of, both of them are cars. Oh but say it again. This is the Hyundai. I, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not making fun of you, but I, it was very It was amusing. very fun. No. Say, say Hyundai. 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 Okay, Hyundai. I'm sorry. Yes, there's a high end. It was a BMW, right? It was the first one. BMW yeah. was fine. I wasn't sure because I thought, oh, he said BMW. A BM and a Beamer. Yes. Hello? 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 I'm sorry. You gave Peter. Don't lie, y'all. You were born in town. Okay, wait. Oh, my God. I couldn't resist. Okay, okay, make your point. My point is okay, both of them are cars, but you know, this is that car, the BMW, and that's, you know, a car that. A thing that is going to move you from point A to point B. All right? Yeah. Then you have Christ, you know. And then you have doesn't Christ, doesn't Jesus make the pair? What's the parable parable about the sheep and the goats? Is that not a that, okay? That's a good, uh, uh, that's a good comparison. But what I'm yeah. trying to get here is that how many miracles Paul performed? Did he do any? I, I, no, I, he, I, did. I, he did. He did. He did. He did. In previous chapters, we just read like what miracles? All like he. Not Jesus some blind guy. Though. He healed some blind guy, right? Right. Yeah. Well, the, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. was like a couple and, of weeks and ago. And then you have the guy who fed thousands. They, I mean, okay, yeah. you know, I, I, I mean, he made somebody blind. That's right. And he then you have blind, and he healed. Pa, pa, he healed a crippled so, man. I mean, there were miracles uh, there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, I'll tell you what. In that, in those days, if you didn't have that, no one's gonna believe a damn thing you said. But I'll tell you what. Like, I, I, I have a little bit of trouble, like. Elevating a miracle over another miracle, like yeah, you fed thousands. But if you can make a blind guy see well, or a crippled guy true. walk, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to have that discussion last year. But, but, but then, I mean, but then again, it's perspective, right? Like you can go to you know a, a concert of like I don't know, like like um, Nirvana, and then you can go to see you know yeah. Queenie Wimbledon. I don't know. It's like but it's easy hindsight, guys. I get it. I know where yeah. you're going. It's like it's hindsight to be like, oh Jesus, and be like Jesus. Rock yeah, I mean, like, it's easy to hindsight. Yeah. Well, if it's a miracle, it's still a miracle. Yeah, yeah. yeah a miracle is still a miracle for sure. But I mean, honestly, for me, the, the when I read the Bible, the greatest miracles always goes back to centurion, which is not something that's seen. As I agree with you. That what? for me is like so. Centurion. Wait, you believe centurion. in a hierarchy of miracles? Then no, no. Remember no. we were talking I, about I, that. I, 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 I apologize. apologize. For My point. favorite. For the faith that Personal somebody wasn't a, a Jew. That I don't think it's like, it's just a favorite, man. Well, I think there is a hierarchy. Okay. I'm open to it. I'm yeah. not, I'm it right. makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It I'm makes not sense trying to be, I wasn't ready for that debate. Yeah. There are things that are more, okay, this is, why, this is what no, I'm saying. We've had this talk. I think a better, a better way to, to explain that is that there is more things that are major events in terms of God's, how God sees things. I don't know. You know, I, I'm speculating. This is speculation. Yeah, this is pure, right it is. Pure <laughs> speculation. No, no. But as a human, though, like from my human perspective, that one speaks more to me than other miracles. Dude, yeah. right? Dude was blind, got to see. But like Jesus rising from the dead, right? Jesus is resurrection. Well, I don't know. That's like, got to be central. A lot of people well, are like crazy about that one, and I'm like, man. What about Jesus' ascension? That, that one. What okay. about. Honestly, uh, I still go back. It, 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 for me, it always goes back to the, the centurion. Always does. Uh -huh. well, I don't. I don't know what the centurion is. It's about faith. So centurion comes has a has a servant that's sick, which is ironic because 
typically you don't find someone in the Roman army looking at worried about someone that's a servant being sick. But the servant had served him loyally for all these years. It's a, the whole story comes comes not even and is like, hey, sick, don't know what to do. And Jesus points out, like, because of your faith, yeah, go back. His family's sick or whatever. Yeah, it, it was like it, it had spread. It was it started. Yeah, it was like one of those. So it was like a Roman soldier. A Roman soldier, and he goes, not a not. It's right. different when it's among the Jews. It's a Rome. Was not yeah, yeah, yeah. In Jesus Court, yeah, yeah. And, but so, he goes and like his family's sick. Like a centurion, and if you know anything about like history and you know about this, it's one thing to even say a Roman. Yeah. It's a completely different thing Roman to say soldier. a centurion, because sure. it's a Roman soldier and a centurion isn't just. Yeah. It's not a nobody, and like put it in in perspective for the American military, it's a general who's a non-believer, non from anything, walking up and saying, "I believe this faith, like this weird shit that's out of nowhere, and I have faith in it." And he didn't though. And Jesus was like, "I'm gonna Mr. Miyagi your family." Face. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So like that one's the one that's there. and I think it has more to do with the non a non where we talk about all this stuff, gifts and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a non-believer coming from a non-believing background with ignorance yeah. to the max, yeah. right. to the uh-huh. max, having faith in in Christ. Yeah. Blindly. Almost, yeah. not really saying blindly because it wasn't. He came to him, you know. He yeah. heard the. It said he had heard of the miracles that, that Christ had. So performed. let's get to that. It would be big news. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get to that point. That point that I talked about before. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, talking about worshiping idols, but now He commands all people everywhere to repent. So what hap- What's what changed? What made the change? Or is this Paul? Is Paul's view incorrect here? Is this consistent with God's message, with Jesus' message? Yeah, I think we, so. We already, t- we already talked about that. God overlooked such ignorance in the past. That's to me, that's new because didn't though. Yeah, I, well, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. The Old Testament, like, is full of people getting murdered because they worshiping idols. When did God overlook that? Well, yeah, like, I mean, the Jews to this day have 613 commandments. He doesn't... Yeah. Well, at least as far as they believe, that he doesn't overlook it. Or, and and it's before... It's sad life. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like... Like, I, when we, he, we talked to, like, a, a really hardcore Jew, I'm like, wow. Well, it's like, so, you know, I listen to Shapiro, and for the last couple of days, I'm like, where the fuck is this podcast? It's Rosh Hashanah. So he's, he's on lockdown for, like, days. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, no wonder. It sucks to be you. <laughs> but, uh, but, but then you think about, like, wow, that shit is crazy. So what do you guys think of that, though? Do you think uh, God overlooked such ignorance in the past? Or, what? Well, what, like, what does in the past What does in the past overlook mean? In this yeah, what does overlook mean and what does in the past mean? No, I, I don't um, think he overlooked it. I think that the old rules, rules were... You... you Adhere to my to the six hundred commandments, and that gets you into heaven. But what does it matter? Yeah. Right. I mean, God has a plan. He, he has a plan. No, okay, but what I mean is, like, where what, what does it matter? I'm not. That's hyperbole for the statement of like, why we can debate forever yeah. about this. Yeah. But the truth is, you'll sit in judgment. You'll sit in judgment. I'll yeah. sit in judgment. And no matter what we no, agree, no. But why do you think this part is here? It doesn't here. matter. It's what God believes. 
lives. Yeah, but why is this mess? Why is this part in the Bible here? In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now He commands all people everywhere to repent. I mean, He's talking to the the Greeks mainly, right? No, God always called for all peoples on earth to repent. Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah. So it's not different, and I. I maybe it, in this one little circumstance, in this specific circumstance, maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I don't know. Like maybe got maybe God allowed the Athenians before Paul went there to do whatever the fuck they wanted, and now that Paul's there and they heard the truth, now. Do you think now it's not good enough? Look at Old Testament. That's usually where we get the the dividing line. That God would have changed the rules if an Egyptian family put the blood over their door. Yeah. Well, I think a lot I'm, of the I'm Jews, asking. No, I like, think a lot of the Jews that were Jews, you know, weren't necessarily Jews by inherit or by by uh, nationality. They were, right. They're they could have just been poor Egyptians and been cultural culturally Jewish. Right. And there were Jews. Um, and, and there's no because there wasn't a Jew country. There's nothing to say that there were Egyptians that weren't saved, too. We don't know. That's beyond. Yeah. yeah the people were made Jews because Jews didn't exist before they were made Jews. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But where I'm getting at with that and where I brought it up was just simply along the lines of what you were saying. With God and the past. And... Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, I think it's an interesting thing to look at. All right. Why was the resurrection of the dead such an offensive subject to the to those that sneered at it? So last couple of verses, when they heard when they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered. But uh, um, why was that an offensive subject to the Athenian? Or what do you think? Hmm. Well, let's see. So this is Athenians. Well, it was counter. It was counter. So yeah, it was counter cultural to their whole belief that, system. Yeah, they're, they're down in like Hades. they believe they People didn't believe who in came back from the dead was all bad. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're down in Hades with the with yeah. Ella. You come back, you're bringing bad stuff with you. Bad juju. 